Hello everyone and welcome to my life. Um so on today's episode we will be talking about healing the inner child. Um but before we start, um a little, you know, a little update, a little 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 update. I'm not sick anymore. I can finally breathe. Um I am back in Massachusetts. I don't even know if I told you where I was last time. But I'm back in my room in Massachusetts at home. Um, Yeah, there will be a bunch of changes happening very, very soon in my life that I'm very excited for. It's kind of like a new chapter. I don't want to talk about it until it happens. Um, Whoops. Which, um, it'll happen very soon in, in like the next month. A little over a month. Maybe like a month and two, three days, you know? But, um, yeah, I'm very excited, but, um, trying to live in the moment, live in the now, enjoy, I'm trying to, like, enjoy everything as it's happening instead of just looking ahead and just trying to focus so much on the future. So, let's get into today's episode. Um, so today we'll, we will be talking, or I will be talking, you will be listening about inner child healing. And what this is, is just... So, the way that I understand it is how I'll explain it to you. So, the way I understand it is that everyone has a child living inside of them. And that child is a younger version of you. So, there's a younger version of you that suffered through a bunch of shit growing up. Like, that went through and dealt with a bunch of trauma And that little version of you still lives inside of you and still manifests, like, itself in different ways. Like, whether it be lashing out, not trusting people, feeling certain types of ways about certain things, making you react a certain way about things. That's all because of that little you that is kind of lashing out and being like, pay attention to me. And that little you is very hurt still because because of everything that happened to it. Um or to them when you were younger so now it doesn't know how to deal with everything that happened so it's still living inside of you and it's still not causing you pain but it's still hurting so you have to kind of learn what it is that little you needed and give it to them now that you're older and able to do that so um the way that I do this is, so I have a little Julia living inside of me, right? Um, she feels abandoned. She feels very lonely. She's afraid of being abandoned. She's afraid of not being good enough. She's afraid of, um, she's a people pleaser because she's afraid of not being good enough, because she's afraid of people leaving her so she feels like she has to overcompensate for everything that she does so that people can stay in her life that's little me and little me also feels like it's not entirely okay for her to be herself and she feels as though parts of herself are wrong because that's what people told her growing up so she still carries that with her throughout her life so how does that affect big julia It affects Big Julia because Big Julia is a people pleaser. Big Julia, well, not is anymore, 
because, you know, I've been working on changing like certain aspects of my life and, and certain things. So not anymore, but let's say like a year ago, right? Let's say me from a year ago is, is what I'm talking about. So Julia, big Julia is a people pleaser. She overcompensates for herself because she feels like just her alone is not enough for the people in her life. So she has to do extra and be extra and literally go the extra mile so that people can stay in her life. She is afraid of being alone. She's afraid of change because every change that's happened in little Julia's life has never been good. So then big Julia is afraid of change because she thinks that every change will be bad because that's all she's experienced. Big Julia also thinks that certain parts of herself are not good. And she also thinks that, um, she also thinks that she needs to be a certain way in order for her to be accepted, that she won't be accepted if she's a hundred percent herself. And she's thought this for so long that she forgot who she was and she doesn't even know what she likes, but she doesn't like who she is anymore because she's tried to please everyone for so long that she kind of lost herself in the process. So those are the things that I've been actively working on and trying to correct in or not correct, but like change, I guess, in myself, because those are the things that have that I've carried with me my whole life. And so I have that little Julia that's very, very hurt and in, living inside of me. And now it's my job to comfort her and give her literally everything that she lacked growing up. And that is the inner child work giving your inner child that lives inside of you everything that they needed while growing up. So I felt abandoned, right? Uh, And I felt like nobody really cared about me. Nobody really loved me like that. I felt like I didn't have attention. I needed, I crave attention from people. And so I would do extra things when I was younger. Like I would just lash out in, um, in different ways. I would just, just like, do things specifically because I wanted attention. Whether it was good attention or bad attention, it was still attention. And I felt like that's what I had to do so that I could feel loved and so that I could feel like people cared enough about me. And people, because I associated attention with, oh, they see me. They see me. So that means I'm like, they see me. So they're paying attention to me. So that means they love me. You know what I mean? Um, Like, I remember, okay, it's, it's a little dramatic, but um, I used to watch a bunch of um, soap operas growing up because that's just like what you do. Like all Cape Verdeans watch soap operas growing up. Like if you grew up in Cape Verde, you watch soap operas. We call them novella. So yeah. <clears throat> And in those soap operas, you know, people are mad dramatic. Like if they're having a fight with someone, they literally like, throw stuff and they just like just they're just they're just very very dramatic so what I would do I had like my little table with my toys and stuff I knew what toys I could like like push off the table and stuff to like you know cause a scene without breaking them so I would like specifically place my toys and then I'd get mad and stuff and then just like shove all them on the floor throw a fit and then walk away and like all that like I used to always say, like, oh, I'm going to run away. One time I, I, like, 
I, when I was living with my mom, <clears throat> I quote unquote ran away, right? Because I wanted attention. I, um, grabbed all my toys and my stuff. And then I went to like, we had this specific part of the house where it was like, not a porch, it, not, it's not a porch. It just had like stairs that would lead from my house to the upstairs, but there was nothing upstairs, but that space was pretty huge. And it literally was a room just with the stairs. So I went there and I ran away, right? That's where I was going to live. So I had my toys and everything and I was just there. Like, and I, like, I just remember bits and pieces from my childhood. And I remember like bits and pieces of times where I did stuff for attention. And like, it's hard for me to like fully pinpoint why I did certain things and, and what things I did because I don't fully remember everything from my childhood, which is weird because I have a really good memory. But for some reason, like, I was sitting here trying to, like, prep for this episode right before, and I was, like, writing down, like, a couple, like, talking points, and I just, I was, like, looking up, like, inner child healing prompts and everything, and I just could not answer some of them because I literally cannot remember certain things from my childhood. I don't know if it's, like, my brain blocking it or if I'm just telling myself I had, like, a really, because from what I remember, I thought I had a pretty good childhood, you know, but I think I was just suppressing everything. And that's why I thought it was so good. Not saying like I was like super mistreated and everything because I wasn't. I like had everything I needed. I I had love all around me. You know what I mean? Like from my mom, from my, my aunts and uncles, my cousins, like my family is really, really close. So I don't know. I don't know if, or maybe like certain things bothered me and I just never really knew that they did because I told myself they didn't. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I think the whole me me looking for attention thing, because I've always told myself and I've like, I think I convinced myself that not growing up with a dad didn't bother me. I think I convinced myself of that, but I think me asking, like, doing things for attention was because I felt like I wasn't getting attention from my dad, so I had to, like, lash out in different ways, but it's weird because, like, even now saying this, I'm trying to, like, make it make sense in my head because I've always felt like my mom gave me everything that I needed, like, her love was always enough for me. Like, I never really missed my dad or, like, the fact of, like, my dad not being there didn't really bother me until my mom left. That's when I was like, oh, look at that. My dad left and now my mom left. Boom. I'm unlovable. You know what I mean? So maybe it always bothered me, but I never really, like, paid it any mind or really, like, realized it. And maybe I was doing all that stuff to get attention because I felt unlovable and abandoned even though I didn't really know what those feelings were I think that's what it is I think that's what happened I don't know um but yeah see this whole inner child business stuff is so confusing because I'm over here sitting here as an adult trying to remember what I felt like and what I went through as a kid, and it's so hard because I feel like my brain is purposely, like, blocking out certain things and certain feelings that I had. Or, like, 
my young brain couldn't comprehend certain things. So now it's like hard for me to kind of like connect the dots and be like, oh, I did this because I felt like that because like I didn't know how I felt. I didn't know how to voice my feelings or understand my my feelings as a kid. So maybe that's why now it's like kind of hard to like know why I did certain things as a kid or know exactly how I felt as a kid because I can't really like I didn't really understand what I was feeling and nobody like explained my feelings to me I didn't really talk about my feelings to anyone it was just like oh you're sad like get over it basically um but yeah so yeah like now what I'm trying to do is like I'm telling younger Julia like hey, I see you. I'm here for you. It's okay. Like, it's okay for you to have those big feelings. It's okay for you to have those those emotions. It's okay for you to feel like that. And I'm here for you. I'm creating the space for you now because A, you didn't know how to create that space for you, for yourself when you were younger. And B, nobody in your life, like the adults or the other people in your life didn't create that space for you. So it's okay. I'm here for you now. And I'm going to do that for you now. And it's like, you might think you're crazy. You might sound a little bit crazy when you're like having these conversations with yourself because you're literally like, you're literally talking to a younger version of yourself that is like physically not here anymore, but still lives inside of you. So it's kind of like a little hard to be like, bro, like what the fuck? What am I doing? Sometimes like you even might think you're a little bit crazy. Like (laughs) I do because it's like, Like, in the very beginning, I was like, like, what the heck? Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm old now. Not old. I'm older now. So it's like, like, I'm older now. It it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm not a kid anymore. Those things don't affect me anymore, but they do. The way you feel right now and the way you feel about yourself now is all because of how you felt as a kid because you literally transfer those feelings over to like you transfer them over throughout your like your entire life like you carry them with you because no like you didn't know how to deal with them you didn't know how to make sense of them and now is the time for you to do that because when you know better you do better and now you know better so you're gonna do better you're gonna be that person that you needed growing up that person that you needed but you didn't have and so like personally for me what I do is I create space for myself. I like say if I'm if I'm feeling triggered, right? So if cuz it's sometimes it's really hard for me to say no and stand up for myself because I've never done it and because I've always been kind of a pushover and I've always like let people walk all over me because I was afraid of them leaving me and I was afraid of being alone. So I was like whatever, doing this is better than being alone. So I will just let them walk all over me and I will be a pushover because having at least at least they're around even if they're not good for me or my mental health or just me like even if they they don't provide good vibes you know um but yeah and it's like I forgot what I was saying (laughs) sorry um let's get back to it but I think I can literally pause it and listen to it back but I don't want to do that so we'll just try to get back on it, okay? So <clears throat> I what was I saying? Okay, so I think yeah, like you have to create 
the space for yourself now. You have to just be that person that you needed. And it's like, oh, I remember, I think I was saying like, I, I used to be a pushover. And I, it's hard for me to say no still because I don't want, like, I didn't want people to leave me and I felt like very abandoned as a kid. So now I grew up to be a people pleaser and to like do all those things. So whenever I feel, oh, I remember, I remember. Okay. Whenever I feel triggered, right? Like say someone wants me to, I don't know, like I'm faced with a situation where I really want to say no, right? Um, but I end up saying yes, just to please the other person, like say I'm very busy. Like I have like a million things to do today. And then this person comes up to me and they're like, oh, Hey, like, can you do this for me? And I really want to say no, because like, bro, I'm mad busy. Like I have so many things to do. Why would I add your stuff onto my plate just to lighten your load? But I would say yes, just so that to please you so that you wouldn't leave. So whenever like say that scenario happens, right? I'm feeling triggered. Like this triggers my inner child. Like me being really wanting to say no, but I end up, but like feeling uncomfortable saying no because I don't, I've never done that. It's, it's a foreign feeling to me. It's a foreign concept to me because I've literally never done it. I've always said yes. I've always uh, conformed. I've always put myself down so that other people could feel better. You know what I mean? So when I'm feeling triggered, now I know that it's my inner child. Sorry, I'm hitting my mouse and saying sorry. Not my mouse, my mic and saying sorry. But I know it's my inner child being triggered because she's like, oh shit, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, I have to say yes, I have to say yes, because if I don't say yes, they're going to hate me and then they're not going to want to hang out with me anymore and then they're not going to want to be in my life anymore and if they don't want to be in my life anymore, I'm going to be lonely and then I'm going to be sad and then they're going to leave me just like everybody else left because you know what? I'm unlovable. I'm not deserving of anything because I'm not enough for anyone. See? And then you spiral and spiral and spiral because... That's your inner child being insecure. That's your inner child feeling lonely, feeling not like they're not good enough. So in that moment, you stop, you pause, you tell your inner child, like speak to yourself. Hey, girl or boy or whatever you identify as. I will just say girl because I'm I identify as a girl. <clears throat> so I would be like, hey, girl, you it's OK. Listen. If you say no to yourself, you're like, it, it's not fair for you to say yes to other people when you really want to say no, because why is it okay for you to say yes to other people and not say yes to yourself? Like, it's okay for you to put your feelings first and your needs first. It doesn't mean that that person will leave because that person will understand. And if they don't understand, then they, they're not the type of people you want in your life. They're not the type of people that will have your best interest in mind so you kind of just sit there and reassure your inner child like hey it's okay I I understand you feel uncomfortable right now and it's perfectly okay to feel uncomfortable I know exactly why you feel uncomfortable because situations have happened in the past where you really said no and stood up for yourself and maybe it didn't really work out the way you expected it to so now you feel like you're obligated to say yes to please the other person so that you you can feel like they're going to stay in your life, but it's okay. You don't have to do that anymore. You know why? 
because I'm here now and I can stand up for both of us. I can, I'm strong enough to tell this person no, and I'm strong enough to put my foot down and to voice my feelings and to stand up for both me and you. So it's okay. I got us now. I'm here. I will protect you and I will protect us. I got us. It's okay. You don't have to feel triggered or you don't have to feel this way. You don't have to feel anything. You don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to feel like you have to put yourself down or be a pushover. It's okay. I'm here. I got us. I got us. You don't have to do that anymore. You know? And every time you feel triggered, every time stuff like this comes up again, you literally have that same dialogue with yourself. Hey, girl, just check in with yourself. Like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? It's okay, girl. I got you. I'm here. I got us. It's okay. It's okay to feel the way you do. I understand why you're feeling like that. And I'm here. I'm here to protect us now. I'm here to protect you and create the space for you. I'm here to be that person that you needed when you were growing up. I'm here to give you the validation that you needed when you didn't have it, when you needed it the most. I'm here to give that to you now. And it's never too late. And it's like, you just, you just literally have to reparent yourself. You have to be literally everything that you wish you had growing up. You have to be that person that you wish you had growing up. That person that validated your feelings, created space for you, made you feel like your feelings were okay, allowed you to feel your feelings, didn't shame you for feeling your feelings. You know, you have to be that for yourself now. And it might sound kind of weird to you and uncomfortable and just a new concept, but the more you do it, the better it becomes and the better you will be at um, noticing when those things are popping up, noticing when your inner child is being triggered and knowing how to calm them down, knowing how to just make them feel okay and make them feel loved and cared for, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's a very long process does not happen overnight. Some days are way better than others. Some days you will just identify the feelings you're having, identify why you're feeling that way and correct it or or reassure your inner child. Some days will be way easier than others and other days you'll just have a hard time and it's okay to like not always be good 100% because it's life. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. It's okay. But you know, you know, <laughs> well, you know, just um, get back on, get back on the horse, girl. Just keep trying, keep at it because I bet you wish you had someone that didn't give up on you as a kid. So why would you give up on yourself now? Hmm? Exactly. So just keep trying, keep pushing, you know? And um, yeah, so if I could literally speak to younger Julia right now, I would tell her, hey girl, I freaking love the shit out of you. You are such a badass little girl. Like you are so freaking strong and so beautiful and so powerful and you have no idea. You have no idea how strong you are and I admire you so freaking much. You know, I used to be the little girl 
that like from what I remember I used to be the little girl that would always speak her mind I like literally like nobody could tell me shit like I was super confident like I would say literally everything that was on my mind not caring like I would always put myself first let me put it this way not saying like I didn't care about what other people felt in what I was saying because I did but like I would always speak my mind. Like, if I felt a certain type of way, I would let you know. I would make it be known. I would never sugarcoat anything, and I would never put, like, my feelings on the back burner just to create space for yours. I would always put myself first and make sure I was good first before, like, concerning myself with someone else. I would always just wear whatever I wanted. I would just, just... I was just so confident like I literally had I would just spit confidence like I would would shit confidence like I was so freaking confident and it's crazy because as I grew up little by little I started losing it until at one point I lost it I kind of lost it completely and now I'm slowly getting it back and it's crazy because as I'm getting older I'm realizing that I want to get back to the person that I was when I was younger, like the type of person I was, the type of personality I had. Like I want to be someone now that speaks their mind, someone that is super confident, someone that literally puts themselves first, puts their feelings first, does not sugarcoat anything, someone that knows exactly who they are, exactly what they want, and just, yeah, like, a fucking rock star and that's exactly what I was as a kid until shit happens shit happened until shit hit the fan you know and it's yeah like I want to I would want to tell my younger self like hey I love you you're the strongest strongest little girl I know I love 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 how you stand up for yourself I love how outspoken you are I love your confidence girl you rock literally everything you wear because you just got it like that, sis. <laughs> um, I would also apologize to her for making her feel like parts of who she was just weren't okay. Making her feel like she had to dim her light so that other people could feel comfortable or feel better about themselves. I would... um. I would tell her that everything that she is, is okay. Everything that she is, is acceptable. Everything that she is, is way, way, way more than enough. And that it's okay for her to be herself, you know? Um, I would tell her, I'm, I'm so sorry. But you know what? I'm here now. I got us now. You don't have to fight for your sur- survival anymore. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to stand up for you. I'm here to create space for you. And I'm here to love you above all. I'm here to love you unconditionally. Without any limits. I got you. And I got us. You know? Um, because it's funny because as a kid... The tiniest situation can happen to you and it could literally affect you and fuck you up for the rest of your life and you don't even know it. And it's like nobody was there to like correct that situation and be like, hey, 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 I know this happened, but don't don't listen to that. Don't don't pay attention to that. Just be who you are because 
that's that's how it should be you know you should be who you are don't like if this person told you you're extra don't listen to them that's their opinion what matters is what you think about yourself do you think you're extra do you think do you think this part of yourself is not good enough or is not acceptable just because this one person told you no you are exactly who you want to be you, everything that you think is okay is all that matters everything that you think you want to be is all that matters. Don't listen to what other people say. Don't listen to other people's opinions. Don't listen to their projections of their feelings onto you because what matters is how you feel and what matters is what you think of yourself, not what other people think of you, you know? And I wish somebody told me that as a kid because I would have still had that confidence that I had as a little girl because I allowed the world to literally dim my light. And it's so sad to say and so sad to realize that. But hey, it's the truth. And now that I know better, I will do better. Because no one's going to come up in my fucking house and dim my light. The fuck? Do you pay the bills? I didn't think so. Um, now, um, there's like a couple, like, if you want to dive deeper into like, inner child healing and everything like that. Yes, you can do what I do, which is um, feeling like feeling triggered and addressing the situation right when it happens with my inner child and like kind of talking to her and kind of reassuring her and everything and always being so loving towards her. But you can also look up different journal prompts and answer those type of questions. You can answer those questions like on a journal or even like out loud if you want. Um, and it, like, allows you to dive deeper into, like, the inner child work and allows you to kind of understand your inner child better because by understanding your inner child better, you're better able to understand who you are now because you, like, yeah, you grew up, but the way that little child felt is how you still feel. And the things that that little kid went through is what you're kind of, like, you're basically repeating the cycle. So you got to break that so that you could, you know, be free and just enjoy life because life is supposed to be beautiful. Life is not meant to be hard. You're here just to enjoy the fucking ride, bro. So enjoy it. Why are you suffering? Why do you keep choosing to suffer? Don't break the cycle. Break the cycle. Um, I have picked out a couple prompts that I liked and yeah one of and I'll like answer them out loud right now so one of them is as a child what, oh by the way by the way you can look up these prompts on google or pinterest too um even tiktok sometimes like some people just be coming up with like fire prompts so you can look those up and answer them so as a child what did you always lack or were deprived of I think, you know what, I don't know if I lacked attention or if I just craved more. Because the thing is, like, I remember certain things, but I don't know if the way I remember them is how they happened. Like, I have this specific memory where um, my, me and my grandma and my cousin, we all lived together and stuff. I... Oh, I would take like five hours to finish my plate of food. I hated eating. I would just, ugh, I would eat so slow. And now I don't understand because I freaking love food. Like I could eat all day, every day, all the time. Eh, 
yeah, I could. I should eat more, like, consistently and healthier. But, you know, that's a different story for a different day. But, yeah, like, I used to just hate eating and everything. And then they would literally have to, like, force feed me. So I would literally be sitting at the dinner table or the lunch table. Like, everybody would be done with their food. And I would still be sitting there with my plate basically half full. So my I remember my grandma would grab the food put it in this little bucket that we had because our neighbor had pigs so we would give them like our leftovers and she would like feed it to her pigs so um well she didn't I don't I don't know if she had pigs at her house or if she collected the food and then fed her pigs somewhere else I don't know where she kept her pigs but anyway um that's not the point of the story (laughs) um yeah I remember my grandma like looking out telling me to look out grabbing my food, putting it in, in, like, mixing it with the other, like, food for the pigs, and then covering it, but the way my cousin remembers it, and my cousin was there at the same time, she was a little bit older, she remembers it as, we did that for our grandma, and now, I'm like, that shit just has me so fucking confused, because I'm like, am I lying to myself, or are you lying to me, like, because we remember the same basic story but in different ways like I remember it as as I remember it as my grandma doing that for me but she remembers it as us doing that for my grandma but I'm like did I make that up how can I make that up if I like literally clearly vividly remember that like you know what I mean that's why I'm saying like I don't know if I should trust like these memories that I have of my childhood because I don't know what's true and what's made up in my head. Like, I don't know if I made some memories up or if they actually happened because, like, I don't know because, I don't know, like, just her telling me that one story, like, being like, no, that's not how it happened. I was like, what? Are you sure? I don't know. So it's a little confusing, but what was the question? As a child... It's like 11.26 p.m. and it's I woke up at like 7 a.m. So it's been a long day. So I think I'm, yeah, going a little crazy. But as a child, what did you always lack or were deprived of? But yeah, um, I don't know. It's hard to answer because like I said, I don't, I don't know if I should trust my memories of my childhood. But from what I think I remember, I guess, I had a pretty good childhood. Like I... I was always playing with, like, my, I I had a lot of friends, I would always play with my friends, I would always play with my cousins, I would always just, my childhood was, in my eyes, pretty freaking close to perfect up until my mom left. After she left, everything kind of went downhill because I lived with my uncle and my aunt. I, I'm cool with him now, but before I wasn't, um, I'm okay with him, have no problems with him, no ill feelings, like nothing, nothing, I don't feel any type of way towards him now, but before I did, um, but yeah, I, I, and it was just not a really, not a good environment, it was, dare I, I'm I'm gonna say pretty toxic to live in, so that's when everything went downhill, and I think that's when, like, all of my trauma came to light because I wasn't surrounded by love anymore and I wasn't distracted by my cousins anymore and my friends and and playing with this and just constant love for my mom. So when my mom's love was taken out of the, not taken out of the equation, but like her literal 
physical presence was taken out of the equation, I feel like everything that I was suppressing came to light, you know? And I feel like during that time, I felt very deprived of love, affection, just trust. Like, I didn't trust the people that were supposed to take care of me. I didn't feel safe at times. Like, I didn't feel like they had my back. Like, my aunt specifically, I didn't feel like she had my back. Um, Yeah, like, I just feel like it wasn't really, like, I didn't feel safe. I didn't really feel, like, cared for in in the way that I always, it was like, my mom always made me feel safe. Oh, I'm getting kind of sad. <laughs> um, my mom always made me feel safe. So when she left, I didn't anymore because she left and I like my beautiful home and like my beautiful friends and like my beautiful life that I had was all taken away from me like overnight basically. So yeah, like maybe I'll do a mom episode because I feel like I have certain feelings towards that whole situation that I have to like make sense of before I talk about it. But um yeah, like I I didn't feel safe. And so I feel like that's what I lacked. I lacked that security and that love and literally that affection and attention that I that I got from my mom. I lacked all of that once I moved to my aunt's house after my mom came to America. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what I lacked as a kid. And that's when like shit hit the fan. That's when like literally everything went downhill after that pretty much. Um, yeah, uh, another prompt. What is your inner child afraid of? My inner child is afraid of being abandoned, feeling not good enough to have, like, good enough to have the accomplishments she's had, to have the friends that, like, okay, so my inner child feels like she's not good enough, period. She also feels like she's not good enough to have people stay in her life. She feels like like I said in the beginning, she feels like she has to overcompensate for who she is because she feels like just her alone isn't enough to keep people in her life. So she has to do extra, like do extra things for people so that they can choose to stay because she feels like just her alone isn't enough of an incentive, I guess, to have people choose to stay in her life. Um, and in what ways is this affecting your life right now? I became a people pleaser. I became super, like, my confidence was, like, dirt low. Like, I did not have any type of self-love, self-worth, like, none of that. For the longest time, I lost my fucking will to live for a long time. I was basically self-sabotaging, self-hating, like not taking proper care of myself, all because I felt undeserving, unlovable, like, unworthy, you know? Um, how can you provide loving care for your inner child? I can do that by reassuring her constantly, by showering her with unconditional love, making sure she knows she's loved, she's enough, she's worth it, she's worthy, She's beautiful, she's powerful, she's strong, she's just a fucking badass, just 
yeah, giving her everything that I wish somebody gave to me or not wish somebody gave to me, but like being the person that I wish I had. Yeah, that's how I can provide love and care for my inner child. Um, if you had to say something for for your inner child right now, what would you say? I already answered that. Um, in what way can you support your inner child right now? I also answer that by saying like, I will love her, reassure her, like create space for her to feel her feelings. You know, I, I basically, okay. So I babysit or used to Mm, my babies. I'm going to miss them. (laughs) I used to babysit. So the way that I talk to those kids and the patience I had or have for kids is how I talk to my inner child now. Like, if a kid is throwing a tantrum, I would be like, hey, like, I understand you're feeling blank. It's okay to feel blank. What can we do to fix this blank feeling that you're having, you know? And it's kind of what I do with my inner child. Like, hey, it's okay to feel um, on edge or uneasy because you really want to say yes to this person. You really want to say no to this person but you kind of feel like you have to say yes. And guess what? I'm here to tell you, you don't have to say yes because it's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to, I don't know, like, it's okay to, yeah, say yes to yourself and it's okay to say no to other people. It's normal. And if they choose to leave, then they were never meant to be there in the first place. Boom, mic drop. Um... A quality that my inner child has that I'm fond of and wish I still had it in me. The fucking confidence. Literally. Like, I'm slowly getting it back. Um, Some days are way better than others. Obviously, just like with anything in life. But, yeah, the confidence. That's that's literally what I want back. Because I feel like with the confidence, everything else comes. Sorry. I've been, like, putting this thing in my mouth like the little twisty things that come in bread and stuff but it came with the cords I just realized this shit's been everywhere and I'm like putting it in my mouth that's kind of gross anyway yeah the confidence I that's what I want back I want to be that cool little girl that nobody could tell her shit and she was the shit and she felt like the shit and she spoke her mind And she loved herself. She loved everything about herself. She didn't find any flaws in her. Everything she was was perfect. You know, that's what I want back. And that is what I am going to get back. Because you know what? Manifestation. It doesn't make what I was trying to say. It does does not make sense at all. But, um, yeah. That's the end of this episode. So, you know, remember... Every time you feel triggered in certain situations, that is your inner child speaking to you. That is your inner child basically crying out to you, being like, bro, like, see me, hear me, protect me, love me, care for me, be there for me. So be there for them, care for them, love them, reassure them, make them feel like everything that they are is okay, create space for them. Make them feel understood and loved and make them feel like their feelings are okay and allow them to feel their feelings, to make sense of their feelings, you know, walk them through that. And it's, you might think you're crazy, you might sound crazy at times, you might feel crazy at times for doing this, but guess what? 
I don't know. I don't know what comes after that. But <laughs> yeah, like that is what you have to do. So you can break the fucking cycle and stop suffering because you're not meant to be on earth to fucking suffer. You're meant to be here to feel an abundant, like to feel unconditional love, to be surrounded by abundance, to be just in a constant state of like to just feel joy and pure happiness. And if you keep like going through this cycle of trauma and, and, and hate and sadness and just negativeness, then what's the point? Like you're, you're literally missing the point. You're not living life the way you're meant to like, you know, And not saying that it's not okay to be sad. It's not okay to be negative sometimes. Yeah, obviously, like, yin-yang, you know? Like, there's good in every evil and there's evil in every good, I think. (sighs) Oh, okay, there's... I don't want to say evil, but there's good in every bad and bad in every good. There we go, perfect. Yeah, like, so you just have to... It's all about balance. Don't... But, you know what? screw the fucking scale you could tip it over a little bit and have the good side be a little better than the bad side you know it's okay to have a little sprinkle of bad in the good but make sure the good always outweighs the bad you know just always try to break the cycle try to love yourself unconditionally try to love your inner child unconditionally and see how your life will change um i suggest you practice this like every time you feel those feelings come up, even if you don't do the prompt, I don't really do the prompt because I don't know. I just, I like to just address it in the moment instead of like trying to sit there and like trying to like remember stuff like, oh, how did I feel as a kid or, or not even that, but like trying to remember like, oh, what was one moment, one significant thing that happened to you as a kid? Because I literally cannot remember. I don't know why, but I literally cannot remember one significant thing that happened to me as a kid that still stays with me now. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I personally don't really do the prompts, but I address the feelings as they happen in real time. And I personally, for me, that's what works best. But if it doesn't work best for you, then you can just do the prompt or just do a check in with your inner child. Be like, hey, girl, how are you feeling right now? You know? But we have come to the end of this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking with me for another week. Um, there will be another podcast next week. I'm still trying to figure out when to upload them. I haven't, I want to come up with a consistent schedule, but I have to kind of figure out like what days work best for me for filming and what days work best for me for like uploading and everything not filming recording haha <laughs> but yeah um but i think towards september like by the end of september is is when i want to have a specific schedule established and i'll be able to be like oh see you guys on thursdays at 5 p.m. like shit like that I'm not going to see you on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Well, maybe in the future, but like not right now. Right now, expect an episode every week. I don't know when that day of the week. I can't talk today. I don't know when that day of the week is, but 
there will be an episode every week. I typically announce them on my Instagram. If you do not follow me on Instagram, that is completely okay. I don't always accept. My Instagram's private. And if I don't really know you like that, I don't accept you to follow me. I'm not trying to like make it sound any type of way, but I don't know. I've been really careful with like my my energy lately and I don't really want to like give people free pass into my life so they can like see what I have going on and kind of like hate on it and shit or like you know drop evil eyes into my life and stuff like that that's another story for a different day too but yeah um yeah you can just you know refresh wherever you listen to your podcast and see if I post an episode but yeah I'm I'm dead. I was literally going to say this one's going to go up on tomorrow on Saturday. But like if you're listening to it, it's because it already went up. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, I'm kind of rambling now. <clears throat> but leave a review if you want to, you know, that would be very appreciated, girl. But thank you. And I will see you next week.